womb healing is tapping into your sacred space, which is connected to your creativity, your passion, your sensuality, your sexuality. Um, and, ten, and then in tapping into this place, it allows you to tune into your wisdom, your innate wisdom. As women, we hold wisdom in us mm-hmm. that um, in trauma, and with that yeah. is passed down as well. So tapping in, going into womb wellness, you're able to release trauma and to tap into your divine self, releasing um, your create your your creative powers. Welcome to the Blood Seekers Podcast. Our podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every major platform, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Please make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast and please enjoy the show. So welcome back to the podcast. Today we have an amazing guest. She's a Haitian American Yoni educator and the owner of At Yoni Adore. Her business mission is to educate women on womb health and self-love. She loves to share her amazing Haitian lineage, wisdom, and cultural traditions that have been passed down to her for many generations. She's passionate about helping women develop their connection to the divine, feminine, and holding space as they work through conscious and unconscious traumas surrounding the Yoni. Welcome to the podcast, Chanel Stroman, a.k.a. Nelly Love. Hello. Thank you for having yes. me. Welcome, hey. Chanel. And good job, Isaac. Thank yes. That was you. great. Yes. Girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess by, by episode 21 or whatever, <laughs> I, I should probably get it now. But anyways, thank, uh, thank you for being here. Uh, you know, just got to know you a little bit earlier, and mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to be an amazing podcast. Um, but so we always start out every podcast with kind of getting to know the person, because I feel like if they know your story, they can mm-hmm. connect with you. You know what yes. I mean? So tell us a little bit about your story, your upbringing, you know, where you grew up, stuff okay. like that. Okay. Well, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Okay. Um, born and raised there all my life. I left there after I graduated um, occupational therapy and started traveling. But however, I left there at the age of 27. But I grew up in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and, you know, in a Haitian community, in a Haitian household. Okay. Um, I first started, oh, do I start by my business? <laughs> where, where you want to go? Yeah. Okay. Tell us about okay. the Haitian household, though. Mm-hmm. What's a oh. Haitian household like? Yeah. <laughs> Very strict. Oh, okay. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I feel that's how probably diving deep into myself because, okay. you know, um, is grew up very religious. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, just... I couldn't leave home until I graduate, until I was married. When I left home, it was a problem, even though I had my career and I was leaving wow. with a job. Um, when I left my mom, she stayed asleep. I left three o'clock in the morning. I packed my car and everything. And she just, and she didn't even acknowledge it. It was really? later. And I, and I drove here in a car from Fort Lauderdale all the way to Kansas. And then I drove here. Then after that, I drove all the way to L.A. So, you, mm. so that was the first time ever leaving. Home. First time ever leaving home, and you took a road trip. Took across a road the trip. I was ready to go. It was, I was <laughs> just that determined. I was just so determined. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I was so determined. Wow. What, what kind of gave mm-hmm. you the courage to go all the way across the country, or was it more like escape? It wasn't even more like an escape. I always had this desire inside. Yeah. I always had this burning desire, and just to live yeah mm-hmm. and to just do what i want just mm-hmm. to be free and yeah. and um that was and i and i felt like if the opportunity is there you know i have my career and they're gonna pay for me to go there yeah. and 
why not? You mm-hmm. know, my mom was trying to find every reason for me not to go. Of course. Oh, yeah. stay here in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. You can find a job. At that time, I was driving way to Miami, Dade County. Um, the traffic is bad. Yeah. So uh, I was ready to leave. I okay. was already, yeah. So are you the only child? Did you no, have siblings? I'm the eldest of three girls. The eldest? Yes. So the eldest left the home. The eldest left the home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So in a Haitian family, is that like a big deal? or? Um. Well, first of all, I was supposed to. I'm supposed to leave after I get married. So. Oh, so you can't leave till yeah, you're married. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So that's like she still talk about that till this day. Yeah. <laughs> Four years yeah. later, girl, till this day, yeah. So you yeah. broke you broke the tradition. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she still say that she's proud of me. You know, when I was, it was so funny when I was driving. You know, everyone would call me. Um, you know, throughout the day, it took mm-hmm. me like three days. But when she she called me and she goes, you know what? I'm proud of you. Um, you, you, even though I didn't support you, you still went and did, did it. You know, that's, yeah. that's that drive. She said, that's a lot of strength. She said, a lot of people don't have that. She said, yeah. so that's, that's good. She said, I'm really proud of you. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I share similar, similar, similar kind of story. I mean, not, not that I left the home and went across the country, but you know, um, when you grow up in a, in a certain, I was always the one that did opposite of everything that my family mm-hmm. wanted me to do. You know what I mean? So I, I kind of feel you on that one. Mm-hmm. So you had, so you have two younger siblings. Yes. Both girls. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. So what's it like being the eldest of three girls? Oh. A lot of responsibility. A lot How of did they respons- feel? How did they feel about you leaving? Um, too? crap. You know what? I know my my youngest sister. I know she felt some type of way. Um, but my the one right next to me, or Brittany, she's two years younger than me. Then I have Keanu, who's 10 years older, younger than me. Oh, so she's yeah. the baby, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like in the household, when you're the eldest, you're kind of like the mom mm-hmm. in the household. So I was like the mom already. Mm-hmm. Um, when I left, I feel like things kind of fell, fell, fell apart <laughs> in the household. But yeah, yeah. But my sister, she's not home right now. No one, no one's home. So I feel like I had to leave and then they branched out. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what what we got earlier is because your desire of wanting to live Mm -hmm. and do what you want. Yeah. That inspires other people too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, See, that's the whole reason we started this podcast Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, we want to inspire people to find their true purpose and Mm -hmm. follow follow their bliss. So Mm -hmm. we say, right. Because what is really the meaning of life if you're not living your purpose? Exactly. And if you're living by maybe somebody else's rules Mm -hmm. or maybe parents rules or the life that they want you to live. But you're not you're not living the true life to yourself like you're never happy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, well, congratulations to you. Thank you. you. (laughs) Yeah. So you you got your you got your education. Mm -hmm. What what made you decide to do occupational therapy? <sighs> wow, I haven't even asked this question in a long time. And thank you for asking yeah, that. A lot of people don't ask me that. Thank you for tapping in. Um, I just live in a world of healing and no one really asks me about myself. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is all about you today. <laughs> mm-hmm. so. So, um, so I was dating someone uh-huh. at the age of 24. And he got hit by a truck. Um, he was on a, it was a motorcycle accident. Um, so it was a C4 all the way down to C7 fracture. Ouch. Um, when he was in the hospital. So he could only move from his chest on up. He could only struck his shoulders. Wow. Um, went to the hospital. Of course, I stayed there. I um, spent nights there. He was originally from, Oak, um, not Oakland, Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, okay. So his family flew flew over to the hospital and everything. But when we were, when we were there, of course, at that time I was going to school um, to be 
a RN because in a, in a Haitian yeah. culture, either be a nurse, <laughs> yeah. a doctor, or a lawyer, right? Yeah. Or you're nothing, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but luckily in my mom's household, she was like, if you do business, because I did tap into business yeah. back back home too. But anyways, back to this. Um, so when I was there, of course there were nurses around, but I seen an occupational therapist. He did come inside the room and he asked questions. Uh just like I like how people type tapped in yeah. um, at the occupational therapist. He asked questions of where do you live? do you have stairs? And he was actually moving him. He took time to, to actually move him. He didn't just go into like this a CNA, you know, I know they have their yeah. own little things, but mm -hmm. I seen how the therapist took their time with him. And in my, in my mind at that time was, okay, I will go to school to be an occupational therapist and I will take care of him and rehab him and he'll be better. Right. Mm -hmm. But after going to the school and I just found out that a C7 through a uh, C4 through, through C7 complete fracture, you can't come back. So, wow. So he's he's not coming back from that at all. Mm -mm. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. But that got me here where I am now. Mm -hmm. So, well, they but I started in all in love. You yeah, yeah. To just you care about love that makes so us yeah. do crazy things, right? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it gave you purpose in a way, right? Yeah, it really did. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I, they always say that like everything happens for a reason, mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe a bad thing will happen. And we don't understand why, mm -hmm. but later we understand, you know, why. So. Yeah. You know, un unfortunately, there was a bad accident mm -hmm. from from that from the person you were dating, but from that came your actual career, which yes. brought you all the way to the West Coast of yes. the United States. And you know what's so funny? Remember, I told you he's from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. He went to Florida because he wanted to live. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. he's a Pisces. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hello, Pisces, <laughs> and I'm a Cancer. Snowbirds. The yeah. ones that leave oh, yeah, the north. Oh yeah, yeah, we do call them snowbirds yeah. back home. Oh, yeah. The yeah. See, I was in Florida for a while. Yeah. yeah. But it's so funny now. Um, you see how I'm here in California, he's in Las Vegas. So we're kind of close to each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I was supposed to go see him in, in um Thanksgiving, but I never did. Oh, so you guys yeah. are still Yeah, we still talk. Oh, yeah. we still talk. But yeah. yeah. How we long has how long has it been since Um, that was when I was um I turned twenty five. That was years ago. Cause I'm 32 now. So that's almost seven years. Yeah. Oh my wow. god. That's crazy. That is crazy. And how's he getting around nowadays? Um. Well. Um. He have a. They. You know. He had a lot. He have a house and everything. Well, he's I mean, good. does he have to use a wheel wheelchair? And stuff oh no. He's he's in bed. Oh, he's in totally bed. Totally oh, in wow. bed. Yeah. Wow. Totally. So you guys are still like. Very yeah, we close. still talk. Yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so after that, you started school. When you first started school, did you think? man this is it or were you kind of like i don't know no i really loved it okay um man because growing up remember i told you i'm the eldest mm -hmm. i always my, and my mom she said this when i left home she goes you know you're the only child that really massaged me that loved on me yeah. like i would go home and it's so funny just thinking about this now <laughs> mm -hmm. i would tell my mom I'm like mom i'm your therapist and i would create like a whole little therapy thing because she works long hours yeah. right She's a dialysis technician. So they work 12-hour shifts, wow. three three days a week. So she had two jobs. So she worked six days a week and only had Sunday off. So wow. because she worked so much, she was, she was always on her feet. Her back were mm -hmm. hurt. Her whole lower body were hurt. Mm -hmm. um, so I would watch, um, watch little YouTube videos. And then my father, he gave me like little massage therapy books. Mm -hmm. um, and then I just touch my mom, yeah. and for, I was like, from a young age, I always just touch my mom, massage yeah. her, 
give her love. And then um, I'll make like a little therapy program. Like every day after work, I'll put heat on her leg and massage her, oh, was, wow. you know. And then, she, you know, of course, it's therapy. So everything is get better. And I just love that. Yeah. I just love that. And um, when, when you do my when I have my sessions um, with my business, I do my sessions. I do a lot of touching. Yeah. Because I've seen that that proprioception, that touch helps. Yeah, it's that, human connection. Exactly, and also just that myofascial release, just breaking up, you know, movement mm -hmm. and all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we're all connected, right? Like mm -hmm. they say, we're all energy. So mm -hmm. I think the human touch probably adds like an extra yeah. healing property. Mm -hmm. So you've basically been a, a therapist healer since you were young. Yeah. How, how old were you when it first started? I don't even know. I just... I just know I just always just love to just touch. Wow. And just, yeah. And your father supported you Yeah, too. just giving me the books, massage therapy books, and yeah. So who were you closest to, your mother or your father growing up? Um, Of course, closest to my mom because, you know, I was always, I was raised by my mom, my dad. He was in prison. Oh, okay. You know, but when he did come out, when he came out of prison, um, how old were you they when did. that happened? I think I was I was ten. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. They bought a house and whatever, you know. Then it was family. Oh, know? then it became yeah. the family. Yeah, <laughs> family yeah. again, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Back from vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it was. So yeah, yeah. And I just remember just being a young child when my mom would go shopping. Um, you know, she'd buy us clothes and she goes, "You think this will look good for your dad?" And so, so when my dad came home, he still had like a closet yeah, full of a clothes. Whole yeah, yeah. I bet she appreciated yeah. that. Though. Yeah, that must have felt good yeah because you know my mom and dad they knew each other from a young age my wow. mom knew him from the age of 16 wow so yeah so they're like basically high school or well so my mom from haiti from haiti so. yeah mm -hmm. so childhood sweethearts mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. to speak or teenage yeah. sweethearts or whatever mm -hmm. that's awesome yeah yeah so then now you graduated i mean it's pretty much been your purpose since you were young I yeah guess. um but at the age of 25 that's when oh 24 that's when i started using the yoni egg okay mm -hmm. so talk about the yoni egg um, what's the yoni egg? so the yoni egg is a gemstone used to tighten and tone your pelvic floor that's okay. the physical part but when you get into it spir spiritually tapping into yourself your chakras um it helps you to like release blockages within tapping more into your divine feminine energy so this stone does all this stuff oh yeah is it like a crystal yes it's a crystal mm. oh okay there's I different different kinds even like a rose quartz yes. yoni egg yeah my first yoni mm -hmm. egg was a rose quartz mm -hmm. yeah so they all come in different types yeah okay. of stones is there certain ones you prefer using or does it depend on what you need to heal them for it all depends on what you're working on that particular particular time okay most women when they first get into it it goes oh i want a rose quartz not knowing really what it is if uh -huh. they just see it and they just want to rose quartz um because that's what is publicized the most uh -huh. um, but when people when the women come to me i lay out my own eggs for them to connect which stone they're working on and i connect with them to see what it really is okay which chakra they might be working on so the stone picks them exactly oh 
Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. So, so just so so we. Oh, by the way, uh, if you guys like this video, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to smash the like button, and make sure to hit that notification bell so you know when new videos come out. But getting back to it, because you are an occupational therapist, but you're mm -hmm. also a yoni healer. Yeah. So for those who don't know what yoni healing is, womb healing, you, womb mm -hmm. healing, can you kind of explain that for all the viewers out there? Okay. Well, womb healing is tapping into your sacred space, which is connected to your creativity, your passion, your sensuality, your sexuality. Um, and, ten, and then in tapping into this place, it allows you to tune into your wisdom, your innate wisdom. As women, we hold wisdom in us mm -hmm. that um, in trauma and with that yeah. is passed down mm -hmm. as well. So tapping in, going into womb wellness, you're able to release trauma and to tap into your divine self releasing um your create your your creative powers yeah, yeah and able to manifest so that so so the healing basically releases everything for the yeah woman. yeah yeah mm -hmm. um so again so so people who are new to this right um and we were talking about this earlier but it makes a lot of sense because the womb is what what, what we say is where all life exactly is created mm -hmm. right so um but it's very it's not talked about you don't hear about it mm -hmm. too much how'd you how'd you learn or how'd you get into this type of healing well I just felt like I was just really drawn to this area. Even before just little stones that you choose, mm -hmm. you see that you're just drawn to a certain chakra or mm -hmm. drawn to a certain area of your body. But I was always drawn to this area of my body, my, my sacral chakra. Um, I noticed from a young age when I did exercises, I would get really hot in that area. Mm -hmm. Like so you warm. Feel the energy, yeah. I felt mm -hmm. that energy. And I always wanted to know there's got to be more behind that. There's my, my womb isn't just for sex. Yeah. This isn't just for a man to put something in there, you know, for me just for pleasure. There's something more, you know, is, and I felt like, and then when you tap into that chakra, it's all about embracing. Mm -hmm. So that more is just really more just embracing yourself. Mm -hmm. feeling surrendering not being scared to really tap in mm -hmm. or you know and when i say tap in like when you're feeling if you're feeling a certain way not being scared to really dive in a little deeper yeah even you might have something might be holding you back to release that just you if you might hit that wall release that to pass through to get a little bit more deeper yeah what do you, what do you think causes a lot of the 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 issues with that area with most women these days? I feel like society, um, especially now like religion, I know that, all right, if, you know, being caught masturbating, right? Yeah. I'm, let's be honest. We all probably been caught masturbating before, right? I and know. It, I touched myself. It's actually a natural and, and healthy not, thing, by the way. And it really is something natural to do. And yeah. it's very upsetting that um, that is kind of talked down upon, yeah. you know, that, parents talk down like oh don't touch yourself yeah you know oh that's a no-no spot well really like explain it <laughs> yeah. explain why it's a no-no spot or tell me why i probably shouldn't be touching it right now but when you go through you know i'm a therapist yeah um but we were going went to through school in psychology we go through stages in life and we and i forgot at what age but it's at a very young age and i believe it's called the phallic stage when you start touching yourself right. you know yeah 
wanted to know was that and it's not oh because the child is nasty they're yeah. trying to figure out so when you tell them no don't touch it that's kind of putting a little you know yeah. or, or if the way you say that's bad yeah or if you whoop them yeah. or hit them then mm-hmm. it's gonna be trauma or okay wow mm, that's important yeah. yeah that's a good and point then, and also society as well um like religion um, when you look yeah. back in the Bible, when they talk about, okay, the, the period is a curse, <laughs> right? Um, because Adam, Eve gave Adam the apple. So, yeah. you know, so now, oh, no, we got to have these periods every month. We got to go through these cramps. And we never really took time to really So that's what the Bible says. Self. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah that the, the period is a curse. I'm a not curse. religious. I'm spiritual, you know, mm-hmm. by the way. And I was raised Catholic and nothing against anybody who's religious right Mm -hmm. but to me i believe religion is about control Mm -hmm. and spirituality is about self-discovery exactly so religion's about control and rules and a lot of the rules don't make a lot of sense anymore Mm -hmm. and like you said um you can you can affect a child long term if you if you do something that that is against the nature of a person mm-hmm. um you know from zero to seven is where your subconscious is programmed mm-hmm. right um but even then after like like you said when people when you get hit or they tell you no or they tell you stop you know most people they say are afraid of the word no yeah because we've always been told no from mm-hmm. little kids so no becomes like a really scary yeah. word right mm-hmm. so it's i don't know I, I just thought that's crazy that the bible says that right that to me just shows me how religion is created mm-hmm. to control mm-hmm. because the calling it a curse and i mean already women are are set off on the wrong foot because because eve took gave the apple exactly. and then now you have to go to that but 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 the but the womb is where all life is is yes. created and then when you look back in history, you will see that the Native American women, they created moon, moon lodges where when you were on your period, you will go there to take time to honor yourself, to be in sisterhood with other women, mm. to tap into your creativity, because that is the time for when you're on your period to, to release, shed with your uterus and to call in those energies to support you for the next for those those next 30 days or 28 days well imagine if they it's had beautiful. that now yeah do, yeah well, that's what you're trying to create right well i do have on, on my on my um on my youtube i do have womb meditation okay mm-hmm. so um for your moon cycle and just womb meditation in general for you to tap into your womb to release to feel you know feel into your creativity feel into your sensuality to not be scared to feel mm-hmm. yeah. to also release. let's talk about uh, the sacral chakra i know you yeah. mentioned that before for anyone who doesn't know what that is and mm-hmm. you know how to heal it yes. what what do you feel when it's blocked you know when it's blocked you feel you well when it's blocked you feel a lot of fear mm. um hmm, a lot of insecurities a lot um you're not really touching into your passions, mm-hmm. a lot of self-doubt. Because the sacred chakra is the chakra of creativity, the um, of your sensuality, of tapping into your passion, that confidence to mm-hmm. go ahead and move forward. And it is that place of transformation, right? So if you're not, if it's blocked, then you're not transforming. You're still in that, that loop. So that's the sacred chakra. Sacral, yeah. Sacral it's not chakra. just sacral chakra. Men has it too. It's not oh, just yeah. women. So yeah, it's, it's for, everybody, for everybody, by the way. Okay. It's yeah, everybody. sacral chakra. So, so that's mm-hmm. what controls, again, you said? Um, 
that's the sacral chakra that controls your emotional your your emotional well being. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the I feel chakra. The I feel chakra. I feel. Mm-hmm. But the embracement. You also said it also it also causes you to either move forward or to hold back. Of course, because mm-hmm. you're tapping into your confidence that that space of manifestation. Okay. Yeah. So getting deeper into that question that Joe asked. It seems like you had a connection with your sacral chakra at a very young age. Like you said, like I started yeah. working out and I felt all this warmth here. So is is there is it true or is it possible that you can be kind of born with like a mission based on feel, the chakras that you're most connected to? Or I, I most certainly feel that. Because why am I here? Yeah. 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 And it is so funny because I, when I speak, I just speak with confidence because I just feel like everyone probably doing it because I do it right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when I speak to other women, they're like, hmm, you're so confident. Other people don't just talk about it yeah. so freely. So yeah. I'm like, so I guess you got to be born with it. Yeah. Yeah. And um, did you sense that somehow or just as you got to learn more about it, did you kind of connect it? Somehow? Yes. Just, yes, because I see that all around in my business. That's how I created my business, created it from my own practice um, with Yoni Door. When the clients come in um, for a Yoni, or come in for a session, for the session, we do a Yoni steam. Then after the Yoni steam, we get down on the floor and do some meditation and movement. Okay. And that, that is all that, something that I did before creating my business. So it's really something personal. Which one? The Yoni steam? Yoni Door. The uh-huh. whole, the whole, everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so where the did whole that? Practice. Where did that come from? Well, so the whole practice in itself. Yeah. Well, you know, I started doing my yoni egg at a young age, right? Okay, and that's probably what really drove me to really just get out and move. You mm-hmm. know, because you've seen after I tapped after after I tapped in and I went into school, then I just left. Mm-hmm. And then when I came here, um, I had a yoni egg, and then I showed it to to a girl. So I was doing yoni egg. Um, weight tr- training like when you put the yoni egg inside and then you do you connect it to like a weight mm-hmm. so it's like strengthening your pelvic floor muscles at yeah. the same time and she was like uh she was like uh no I don't need that <laughs> you know like what what I found that every a lot of women did initially oh I don't need that my coochie good so then that's when I kind of like put it away right yeah um, but of course, with me and my friends, we were like really open about it. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I went into my yoga teacher training. Okay. In 2017. And then that's when I met another girl. She's a cancer. Her name is Chanel. Um, okay. just, Chanel? Yes. Okay. It, was, it was so amazing. And it was, I feel like it was God sent. Um, it's like I had another Chanel with me, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how you might... You ever feel like you was that person that always uplifted people and you never had people to uplift you? It's yep. like, damn, I wish I had a me in my yeah. life. And I feel like I manifested her and she came and she just uplifted me. Um, and she's like, girl, a lot of people need this because I just was talking to her about the yoni and what I used my yoni egg. And she goes, oh, I never heard of that. And she said, but a lot of women need that. Yeah. So she opened up her space in Oakland it's called 33rd and Rising. And then from there, 2017, that's when I started doing my yoni yoga classes. Okay. Where that's where I had my yoni eggs and I would show women how to put, tighten and tone the pelvic floor, but also to release trauma using the yoni egg okay. with movement and breathing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was through yoga, but also the, the exercises. Yes. 
was the exercises were in the class was it or was it yeah it was everything the okay. yoni yoga class it's a it's a whole practice you okay. bring your you come in with your yoni egg uh-huh and we go th- it's, we go through a whole movement. In the beginning, we do a nice womb meditation. You ever did like a yoga class? I've done yoga, yeah. Yeah, so definitely. it's like a grounding. Then after we do our grounding, we go uh-huh. through movement. Uh-huh. Then we go, you know, nice shavasana at yeah. the end. Yeah. Okay. But it's all targeted on the pelvic floor. Breathing. Um, breathing, feeling into your womb. Admiring the warmth, you know. Allowing yourself to feel. Okay. Yeah. And so... You went from occupational therapy. Well, you're still occupational. Oh yeah, I'm still right? yeah. And then you do. We were doing yoga in 2017, mm-hmm. and then now you're doing the yoni healing. And can can you just go deeper into the? Because this is something new, at least to me, and I'm pretty sure it's new to a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what is the main purpose of, or why would somebody want to do yoni healing? Well, as women, we hold a lot of trauma, and like I mentioned before. Um, when when a baby is in a mother's womb, let's just say, for example, a, little, a, a baby girl, she's in her mother's womb. She also is holding her own eggs. Mm-hmm. So while she's in her mother's womb, she's also holding on to the trauma that her mom have. And also the babies that she's holding is also in taking that trauma. Oh, wow. So as women, we hold a lot of trauma from our ancestors mm-hmm. and whatever may happen to us. So when we get touched and raped. Um, so this is a way to release. This is release. Mm -hmm. Tapping in is releasing and allowing yourself to move past that and not associating with this is my pain, living with that. This is my pain, you know, because we are not our pain. We are not our traumas. And when we have a trauma, that's, that's what we become. Mm -hmm. We, We begin to feel that that's, that's our trauma. So it's basically healing. It is healing. Do sometimes the women not even realize traumas that they have and it's oh, yeah. released because of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty crazy though. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, um, even in the womb, stuff starts to you know, be transferred from the mother to the baby, mm-hmm. from generations. We always talk about generational curses. Um, uh, on a podcast a couple weeks ago, Marisha, Marisha said mm-hmm. something awesome, which was generational blessings, mm-hmm. right? So instead of focusing on generational curses, sometimes we have generational blessings, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So this type of healing, someone would want to go to, to me, maybe either heal some stuff that has happened to them. Yes. Uh, like you said, any type of like abuse or, mm-hmm. you know, trauma, or they might be able to heal some things they didn't even know about. Exactly, yes. What have you seen from some of your clients that have healed? Like any changes in them? Like had they moved forward? Were they able to make breakthroughs? Oh, yes, most definitely. I had some um, some testimonials um, on IG. But um, this I had this one, group, one lady. Um, she did a testimony, so I'm going to say this. So she was coming every week. And literally every Monday was her time. Monday mm-hmm. at 12. And that was her time to connect to herself and to also release. And she said that it, she it just helped her to love herself more. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even about um, 
you know, what, what most women will feel, what I found, found, you know, just, oh, my vagina, all about, oh, my vagina, tight and all that. It's not even about that. Mm. It's about just the wellness of yourself, physically and spiritually. Yeah. She found that she was able to leave, um, leave someone that wasn't really good for her. Wow, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because of that self-love. And also. Yeah, well, yeah. I want to add into that. Um, you know, if. If you had like multiple, I'm not saying I had multiple sex partners all at the same time, but like when you've been with people and you don't know, you don't realize that, you know, when you guys get intimate, you're you're sharing each other's energy. Yes, that sometimes too. when it's time to you, ha- you're storing energy you don't even know. Yeah. So one of the reasons why I reached out to you was also to do that, and you know, I was I was molested when I was younger, and wow. I'm like. I think that's like still in me somehow. So mm-hmm. I was like, I need to heal. Mm-hmm. And what it, it did for me is like help me like release and love myself even more and detach from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, yeah nice. and gave me like if it has that like you don't realize you have this like energy blockage. Mm-hmm. And then when I did the yoni steam, the meditation, the yoga, it just literally I feel like this is what I'm supposed to be feeling mm-hmm. all this time. That's awesome. Like powerful, oh. confident, and yes. like love myself, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, first of all, I appreciate you sharing that on the Thank podcast. Thank you for sharing. Um, but is this been, was this in the last year that you did this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2019 to yeah, 20. Yeah. yeah. So like was. in the last two years, you've been on like a complete journey of healing. Oh, yeah. yeah she has been, been totally <laughs> on a journey. Yeah. Wow, that's she awesome. Has been. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um. You, you told me about this podcast while on a Yoni Steam. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. Back in the... Yeah, yeah I was like, by the way. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, sitting yeah. there. I'm like, yeah, that would be so good. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, so will people call in? Because yeah, it would be nice for us to give our input, remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're not live yet, but one day we will. Yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned Yoni Steam. Mm-hmm. What is the Yoni Steam exactly? And how, how does that help? Okay, so Yoni Steaming, so let's go back from to my culture. So when in the Haitian culture, when you have a baby, your mom will go out and collect herbs, okay. um, healing herbs, and she'll boil it. And these herbs help you to, you have your sacred 40 days. Okay. You you steam over the herbs, you drink you drink the herbs, and you also mm-hmm. bathe in the herbs. Wow. For 40 days? Um. Yes. Wow. Well, you don't take a bath each and every day. You have three baths. Okay. So your first, your first day... And then, you know, in the middle and then the end. Um, but the first couple of baths are like for cold. They are cold. Uh-huh. and um, So like a really cold yeah, bath. Yeah, because to close your pores. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. you just had a baby. You know, their whole thought process. Uh-huh. Your pores is open. So, okay, let's let's steam. Let's, let's shock your body. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Let's get you, get all these healing herbs in you. Because mm-hmm. you sit in a bath. You put it all in your hair. And I actually did this when I had my miscarriage. Um, and then you... Then you put that that cold shower. So the mom, she goes, she get the herbs, and um, you sit over the herbs, and it's just for you to reconnect to your body and to heal. And I found that I found after I after my miscarriage, that helped me to like really ground my ground myself and to mm-hmm. really move forward. Because mm-hmm. um, you know, of course, a miscarriage is a loss. Yeah. Um, it was some. That was the biggest the biggest thing ever like in my life wow you know the biggest trauma ever how long ago was this um well wow okay well this this month make a year oh, for so my second recent. miscarriage yeah wow, second. so and yeah so i had a miscarriage in august and then i got 
Um, I got pregnant again in December, but then I got had my miscarriage in, in January. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Sorry to hear about that. Yeah. But I mean, since you're a Yoni healer, I mm-hmm. think you're on your way to making sure everything's going to be mm-hmm. right there, right? Mm-hmm. So what what herbs do they use? Do you know that the, the Haitian yes. herbs? Well, the main herb that we use, we use the castor leaf. Um, many people may use, because I found in other cultures, they they do Yoni steam. The Philippines, they, use, they do Yoni steam, but they, they don't do. call it that they what do they call, call it? it i'm not sure what they call it but my my friend chanel that she, um that she opened her space she's half black and half filipino and oh, okay yeah when her sister went to the philippines mm-hmm. they do it more in a bath though mm. yeah um but the main one that we use the haitian use is castor leaf okay um it's like the least of christ you know uh-huh. um i know in every culture they they have something that they use but in yeah. the haitian culture we use the castor leaf Something native to where, where, yes. they, where they are. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like that it is the healer okay. because there's it's all it's called Louis Masquitzi, where you get the you get the seed of the castor leaf. You you like you um you boil it down like you get the the oil. You add other stuff in and you put it on your skin. I'm telling you. Uh, all the Haitians use it. You put it on your skin. It, it clears up anything. My sister, she had eczema. We use it. She don't have have it anymore. Wow. That's awesome. For real. So we use this in in the in the um in the yoni seams as well. What's it called again? Castor. Leaf. Castor. Yeah, like castor, castor leaf. Yeah, castor like the castor leaf. oil. Mm-hmm. Castor leaf. So castor leaf. Mm-hmm. So it grows in my mom's backyard. Oh wow. Yes. Which she's is got so it. She's yeah. Got it all yeah. So good. she mails it to me. Oh wow. So and then I mail my I make my steams here. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So castor leaf. So I don't know. You guys leave it in the comments if you've ever had experience with castor leaf or if what's your actual healing herb from your culture mm-hmm. but that's 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 awesome yeah. so the castor leaf yeah so we have castor leaf um we have mugwort motherwort that helps with balancing the um your ph balance making sure you know help, help fighting against ulcers fibroids mm-hmm. also lavender to help some women have um irregular menstrual flow so okay. that helped tap into the yoni seem tap into tapping into yourself, but also balancing like your menstrual. Yeah. Oh yeah. And all uh, that. In addition to that, I was I wasn't my my flow was very good. Mm-hmm. Like when I was doing a lot of yoni steams, mm-hmm. um, it was really healthy. I remember you would mm-hmm. check up on me and uh, <laughs> and no cramps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wasn't having. Yeah, any you cramps. don't get cramps anymore. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to the periods because back back to what most like to the religion to the, the religion, religion. Yeah. yeah you know we feel like we're supposed to have cramps right. but that's not it our body speaks to us mm-hmm. you know hmm. um if you're really cramping really bad your uterus is is telling you there's something wrong some women they have like browning in their period mm-hmm. that's old period blood that's oh, wow. old and that's what your body is holding on to okay to the oldness so you know that's going back to holding on you're holding mm-hmm. on to that trauma wow. you know and I, that's what i found um found in this practice working with women when i found they have that when they're holding on to a lot of trauma they also have their their period is imbalanced as mm. well. They have those fib those fibroids. Have not tapping into your womb spiritually, you will start to see it physically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meaning, what, what's Men, an example? Like, with the fibroids, uh-huh. the irregular periods. Uh-huh. You know, you remember like like I said when you were tapping in, mm-hmm. your periods were irregular, and it just wasn't because of the yoni steam. Mm-hmm. Because remember, after the mm-hmm. yoni steam, we get down on the floor, we begin to move, and we breathe into our womb. Right. 
Yeah. So it's that movement as well. Mm-hmm. Because fibroids is like stagnant energy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what about cysts and stuff like that? Is yeah, that, that's is part that the of same it. Thing? Yeah. And irreg- not eating. Some women don't drink a lot. I found some women don't even drink water. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because we're like, what, 60, 70% water? And yeah, I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. And I love water. Yeah. No, I need it. Yeah. I actually saw a meme uh, the other day. It says you can actually manifest with water. Like you wake up, you pour water in a glass. I put it there and mm. you smile and you tell it what you want to manifest in the week and you drink the water and it's supposed to manifest during the week. So I tried it this week. For the first time. <laughs> nice. So we'll see. I I'll keep that. you guys updated. We'll do that <laughs> yeah. tomorrow then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And part of um, healing the, the chakra, back to what you asked me of like how to heal the sacred Second. chakra. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was going on my journey of healing my chakras, because I, I, I heal my sacred chakra, but part of healing the sacred chakra, you tap into other chakras as well. You open up your heart chakra. You open up your, your, your third eye, uh, which is your intuition. Because, you know, within the womb, there is a connection between the other chakras. But it's eating certain foods. Like yeah. when mm. I was working on my throat chakra, I would just eat blueberries. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A whole food. And wear the, col- yeah. wear the colors. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And wear the color. Mm-hmm. And wear the color. Wear the color. So what do you eat for sacral chakras? Orange. <laughs> orange? Yeah. The color is orange. Grapefruit? So you, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I, yes. I, I made some juices that had grapefruit in it. So. Eat some carrots. Carrots, too, and then, yeah. Yeah, and there's some days when I'm waking up and I want to tap in and I just wear like that color. Mm. Just put that color on. Like, I'm vibrant today. This is yeah. who I am today. There you yeah. Go. So, what, what color are you wearing? I'm today? everything. You're everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm green, yeah. yellow, red. Yeah. Okay. But, however, my makeup, I'm <laughs> having the sacred chakra look. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You see the orange. Yeah. Shout out I to Jeanette. That. Shout out to Very Jeanette. Very good makeup. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So I have a question because I know where occupational therapy came from. It came from the accident. Where did the the drive to want to be a yoni healer come from? Oh, just tapping and just seeing just seeing the the growth from it. Okay. Just from myself. From your personal experience. From my personal experience. Culturally doing and it. And I notice whenever the type of person I am, right? Yeah. <laughs> if something good, I'm gonna share with everybody. Mm. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you're a giver. Natural. I'm that type of person. Yeah. yeah. You're a giver. Naturally. Yeah. You yeah. Are, well, obviously you're a healer since you were mm-hmm. little. You liked helping people, you like healing people, and obviously you're a giver. So mm-hmm. you found something that helps women and you want to share with, yes. with other women. And it helped you. Yeah. So that was the most important thing. Like it helped you as well. Yeah. Another thing I want to share is uh ever, ever since I met you, Chanel, like every time I'm on my period, I, I, I see it as an opportunity to, to create, to manifest. Yes. I get super creative when I'm when I'm on it. <laughs> and that's that is yeah. the best time. That yeah. really is. That's it's when, interesting and yes. releasing whatever emotions that mm-hmm. you need to release and it's to me it's cleansing yeah. i don't like i don't get mad at it for like oh my god i'm on my blah 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 i love it you know i, I don't look resent it, it anymore so i love I mean, that you don't resent it anymore. i don't resent it anymore it's you cleansing. see that it's cleansing me. and that's most women they resent mm-hmm. their periods and because we resent it we don't take time to tune into our inner wisdom yeah. because of that so you know? we always talk about being disconnected, disconnected from the man of the nature, disconnected from each other mm-hmm. on this podcast. Um, do you feel like women are disconnected from their yoni, from their womb? Yes. Uh, certainly, because yeah. of society, <clears throat> because of yeah. whatever. Yes. yes. Do, so do you, do you think, or 
what, what am I trying to ask? Like, what, where, do you know where maybe it started to come from or do you have any idea or does it matter? Do you think that everyone just needs to heal? Yes. I think yeah. it doesn't matter. Okay. I'm never going to sit here and think about where it came from <laughs> or why. Yeah. If it's already innately here in yeah. me, it's, it just is what it is. And yeah. Nothing also, bad. So yeah. And also tapping in, it. like you said, tapping in, tapping into yourself. Where mm-hmm. do you need healing from? Yes. I, for, I think for the last few months, I've been really in tune where I need to heal. Like if my throat is being blocked, I'm wearing my throat chakra <laughs> ring right mm-hmm. here. Um, just tapping in and getting knowing yourself, your emotions, and where does it hurt? Why does mm-hmm. it hurt? Mm-hmm. Then you get to pretty much realize what you need to work on. Exactly. What you need to do. Who do you reach out to? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I'm all about herbs, um, holistic medicine. So I have a quick story I want to share. Um, so I have two herniated discs in my lower back. I've been in three car accidents. I was hit by an armored car in 2004 not super i mean i got lucky because a light pole saved me from probably having more damage than Mm -hmm. i would have had but i had about 10 years of pain i went to chiropractors everything nothing would work right Mm -hmm. and then my mom found this asian herbal healer and he helped my mom with her really bad iron issues like she was borderline like she was very anemic Mm -hmm. borderline leukemia like her iron counts were single digits Mm. he made her these special herbal teas a couple months later, my mom's iron counts are up to 50. And the doctors have no idea what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like, you might as well try them. I'm like, I'll try anything. I don't care, right? Because I was in my 20s. This was maybe 11 years ago. Well, actually, I was in my maybe late 20s, early 30s. And um, I was in so much pain that I, felt, I was in my 20s, but I felt like I was in my 80s, right? Mm-hmm. Couldn't work out. Like every day I was in a bad mood. So she said, try. I said, fine. I said, I'll try whatever. Mm -hmm. So he made these teas, which tasted horrible, but they were all herbs. And he said, you're going to feel little vibrations in every area that you're injured. And I was like, all right, whatever. A month later, I start feeling little vibrations in my, 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 my wrist was injured. That was vibrations. My back. He says, it's the tea unblocking your chi, which Mm, is the energy. Right. And I said, I said, okay, whatever. Two months later, 95% of my pain is gone. I'm like a new human being. I'm able to work out again. Mm-hmm. I have energy again. I'm not in a bad mood anymore. And it's lasted almost 11 years. Yeah, actually it has lasted 11 years. And I have my my good days and bad yeah. days. But I'm lifting, I'm doing squats now. I'm doing deadlifts, stuff that I was terrified to do before. That's nice. Yeah, it's all because of herbal the tea. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm all I'm all about that, right? Yes. And I think in our conversation earlier you mentioned, you know, you know, back in haiti it's all about holistic medicine and also in fort lauderdale Mm -hmm. where you're from the community is all about holistic medicine can you talk more about that yes well of course you know we have our haitians we have our jamaicans we have our trinidadians i just remember like we didn't take we don't take pain pills um it's this thing back home when you get sick we just go out um we have this call this thing called um seracy Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom she melts some to me Mm -hmm. too you just go back home it's kind of like if you look at it you would think it's a weed and it grow along the trees you just pull it off the tree you just boil it and we can you spell that can you spell that real quick because i feel like i've seen that on whole foods like in a capsule form yeah i'm sure there is yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's not uva ursi right it's something else there's an herb basically to cure every human ailment on this earth like but it's just they try to hide it because big pharma is like in control 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't want people going out there just picking herbs from the from the forest and healing themselves. You know, like uh, we have a, a friend of ours, uh, Tony um, Alvarez or Tony Baloney, Shumi Walkabout. Shout out to Tony. Shout out, right? Big Tony. He says he takes people on hikes in the in the nature and he helps them find like mushrooms mm-hmm. that you can eat and are healing mushrooms straight in the forest over here in Los Gatos and stuff, which is which is crazy. Yeah, he's you know? doing one in Oakland, so he goes to sa- any mountains area. Mm. He can take mushrooms. you to the forest and mm-hmm. help you pick out every mushroom and know what kind it is, what I it'll do. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was like born that for it. Stuff. I <laughs> yeah. love that type of stuff. Like he's yeah. super connected to it. But see, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Nobody knows about that. If we all had the education where, oh, we're sick, let's just, or maybe we grew it, like your mom's mm-hmm. growing in your backyard, you know? Uh, we could all probably be, <laughs> but I believe that I feel like we there's every herb on earth that that can heal every yeah. disease Any that country. comes yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, for real, for, sure. for real. Yeah, even marijuana has gotten a bad rap for eighty years because mm-hmm. it was it was because they couldn't make money off of it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Well, it was actually I I know the whole story about it because we oh, had okay. a, a girl who owned a CBD company. So I did shout some out research. to Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Okay, hey, Jordan. So, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of Hearst Castle in California. Mm-hmm. So William Hearst who was very wealthy. He was like the Rockefellers, like those two type people. Mm-hmm. So in, in back in the day, hemp was number one for paper. It, they used to make sales and it was a healing. Like people would heal themselves from it, from pain and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Cannabis and hemp. Mm-hmm. They didn't call it marijuana, right? So he owned lumber companies. He wanted to replace hemp paper with, lum- with lumber paper. Okay. So he 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 had his his family member get into politics, right? And him, John D. Rockefeller, and uh, a couple other very wealthy people that that started John D. Rockefeller started the pharmaceutical industry. Mm-hmm. William Hearst started the paper industry, as far as like magazines and publishing and all that stuff. Okay. And the the person who went into office, they created uh, something called the marijuana tax. So they so he was also a racist, like a, like a big racist. He hated Mexicans the most because Pancho Villa stole three hundred thousand acres of land from him because mm-hmm. I think it, I don't know maybe it was in Mexico or whatever. So what they did is they said, how do we demonize? We don't want marijuana to be known as a healing thing and as like better for paper because it's you can grow it quicker and it's stronger and all that kind of stuff so they 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 made something called the marijuana tax instead of calling it cannabis and hemp they confused people they took marijuana from the song la cucaracha mm-hmm. marijuana pa fumar they said the mexicans used to sing it they called it marijuana they demonized it they made it illegal and for the next 80 years marijuana became illegal wow yeah and that's that's how it happened. That's the story. <laughs> yeah, and that and then the pharmaceutical industry came out of that, the plastic industry came out of that, and the paper industry came out of that. And now we have the opioid crisis because of pharmaceuticals, mm-hmm. right? And 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 like we have all this health issues, crisis and issues and stuff like that. And it's all because these these powerful wealthy men wanted their businesses to succeed. Yeah. So they destroyed another business that was basically helping people. That sucks. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. But but I guess it's it's cool that some people still have it with their with their family and their culture, yeah. bringing their traditions, right? Mm-hmm. So you say the Jamaicans, the Haitians, and uh, and the what, what other Trinidadians. The Trinidadians, yeah, yes. they all get together and they have all like a holistic type of yeah, uh, like community. all of them down there, all of us down there, all the Caribbean islands. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. That was the end of part one. Part 2 comes out next Monday, 9 a.m. Please stay tuned. Make sure you like and subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell so that YouTube will let you know when the next one comes out.